Hey folks, this is David opposing the matrix. How are you this, this evening? <laughs> oh boy. You know, you know, you're doing a good job when the powers of, of hell try to keep you from getting online. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. It really is. Um, yeah, as many of you know, I, I hurt my back a couple of weeks ago. And so I've been trying to get along with that and, um, trying to do things uh, the right way and, and to do things. And, um, I don't know, adversity just keeps, uh, poking me in the back, so to speak, or in the backside, maybe is a better way to put it. Um, so, um, uh, I'm wearing an old shirt cause I was working today and, uh, the shirt has uh, pockets and it's a pocket tee and, uh, it's got a hole in the bottom of the pocket and, and I had a way for my, my uh, glasses to be in there, but for some reason they just, it just didn't work out. And, um, so I lost my pair of glasses and then I figured, well, I'll come home and take a nap. And then I'll, um, when I wake up, I'll go get a pair of glasses. Well, my truck got commandeered, um, by family and, uh, I wasn't able to go downtown to get glasses. So I figured well, I'll take a nap. And by the time to get back, I'll go, well, I slept for two hours, way over two hours. And, um, hence it was seven o'clock. I woke up at exactly seven o'clock, which is when the show was supposed to start. And I'm like, like of all, you know, this is <laughs> to be something else, you know? And, um, so, uh, hence we had a jump in the truck and the dogs went out and didn't want to go back in before we left. And, oh my goodness, there was something else. So anyway, Got the glasses and I'm here uh, 50 minutes late. That's five zero. If you knew the personality you were dealing with, I hate to be late for anything. Hate it, hate it, hate it. It's the way it was brought up. You're never late for anything. Okay. And it seems like with this radio show, that's all I ever am is late. So whatever. Uh, maybe you're always trying to build my character or, you know, build things up or, or helping me to grow in him or have patience or whatever. By the way, never pray for patience, okay? When I pray in that manner, I always pray that he gives me. Yeah, he doesn't teach me, but he gives me patience. So, uh, And another thing, early today, what do I talk about? What do we talk about? You know, oh, 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 you know. And, I mean, I've been like this for three or four days. What do we talk about? <laughs> so, um, so I came up with three different subjects tonight, and hopefully I'll be able to get through. And, and if we only do an hour, that's okay, you know? But uh, I wanted to talk about tonight about uh, the Georgia Guidestones being blown up. I thought that was amazing news. Hallelujah and praise the Lord. Um, and that, that could be a, a harbinger of things to come. Um, and then, uh, let's see, that's that. Now I want to talk about uh, Bigfoot and uh, let's see, what's this other tab up here? Oh, okay, that's the Guidestones. Okay. I was I was kind of smart today, and I wrote this stuff down. A piece of paper is gone. <laughs> See what I mean? Piece of paper disappeared, and I don't know where it went. Oh, it's down there on the floor, and I can't read it. Hold on, folks. <laughs> There was a show on years ago. I don't know if any of you watched it. It was called Hee Haw. And um, they had a couple of guys on Hee Haw that would sing this song called Blues Despair. And uh, 
It went blues, despair, and agony on me. Deep down depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Blues, despair, and agony on me. <laughs> I, I'm going to have that put on my tombstone. Um, Bigfoot sightings. Monkey pox. Of course, monkey pox. How could I forget about good old monkey pox? That sounds like a country song. Um, you know, real quick, folks, I'm turning into quite the redneck living in the country here. I'm starting to listen to a lot of, uh, a lot more bluegrass than I listened to in my life before. And, um, and, um, I'm going into other things too. <laughs> um, I'm not adverse to enjoy, enjoying a cigar out in the backyard with the chickens every once in a while. And, um, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I just kind of feel content and relaxed in my life finally. And if you knew my character type, I've never been that way before. <laughs> Always been keyed up about something, um, waiting for the next hammer blow to fall, so to speak. And um, the only problem that I have here, let me. Uh, I had an article about monkeypox, so let me uh, let me go into natural news because that's where it was, I do believe. And this is going to be a process, folks, starting this all over again, okay? Because when I lost my glasses and I didn't know I was going to get any, I kind of gave up on everything, okay? Um, let's see. There's an article that talks about monkeypox may, maybe being the next um, pandemic. I mean, I could just go with that information, of course, but uh, it's always nice to have some kind of uh, print behind you to back it up. You know what I mean? So, man, if I don't find it, I don't find it. Okay, what, whatever. I have the notes here, and that's I know that what we want to talk about. So, anyway, well, why don't we start out with that one? Uh, if I remember correctly, the article said that the World Health Organization, the who. Um, yeah, I'm not going crazy, folks. I, I just, these people piss me off, and it's either get mad or laugh at them. So, um, they're calling together a little conference uh, with all of their, their people uh, to determine whether the, uh, this monkey pox is going to be the next, uh, the next pandemic. And we all know this is coming. I think it's going to be something else myself, okay? Um, uh, but who knows? Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the, the big daddy of uh, the fall of this year or something. But um, so they're 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 coming together to determine whether this is going to be. <laughs> and the article was quite plain. And it said, you know, it said this is a, a disease or a condition or an infection, whatever you want to call it, that seems to be predominant among homosexual men. Now, I don't see how this is going to turn into a pandemic. If you leave straight men and straight women and what, do you, what is it, gay women? I don't even know what it is anymore. Is it gay women? It's, I don't know. I mean, we don't even know what a woman is anymore, let alone a gay woman. But um, so if it only goes to the one group who just can't seem to can't keep their hands off of each other for some reason or not, and it's all lust, 
you know. Um, so there's, you know, that's the reason. <laughs> but um, then how's it going to spread into the rest of the communities? You know, I don't, you know, unless uh, all these guys went out and donated blood or something and had gotten a blood supply or, um, or maybe <laughs> maybe there'd be mucky pox mosquitoes that, that bite people and transmit it. I don't know. <laughs> Monkeypox mosquitoes. That's interesting. I'm beginning to feel like Michael Savage lately, you know, coming out with all these really weird sayings and everything and, um, and kind of laughing to myself and stuff. I'm, I'm not really, I'm not going off the deep end. It's just, like I said, it's easier to laugh than it is to get mad or more healthy, I should say. Um, so anyway, so this thing is going around and it's, uh, the, the city of New York has actually, from what I've read, has, um, is calling together their health experts to discuss what to do about this. Well, yeah, it's real simple. <laughs> you know, tell everybody not to have sex of any kind for the next two months. Not even everybody, just same-sex couples. Don't have sex for the next two months. I think you could probably, you know, chew gum or something or, or um, you know, watch Rosie O'Donnell movies. That would turn anybody off. Um you know, just, just don't do it, you know, and, and everything will be fine, <laughs> but just give it up for two months and this thing will work itself out and it'll be gone, you know, but that's not going to happen because the people that we're talking about cannot con control themselves or they're, they're beyond self-control. So, and they lack natural affection too. And those are two of the things that Peter said would be manifest in the last days or might've been Paul writing to Timothy too. I don't remember, but, uh, this chair has got a mind of its own now. Um, okay. So now, so we got this thing running around. They're trying to determine myself. I think it's going to be a little something more serious. Um, because the, the answer to monkey pox is, is way too simple, you know? Um, but of course the answer to the last pandemic was way too simple too. You know, there were drugs that worked, except they said they didn't work. Um, and there were practices that worked, except they told you not to do them. And, and everything else. So, uh, or, or they, they went ape. Um, oh, how do I put this without, without saying a bad word? Um, they went ape crazy. How's that sound? Hey, that goes along good with monkey pox. Hey, I just thought about that. Okay. Uh, don't be ape shit and get monkey pox. Okay. That sounds good. Um, Pardon my French, folks. Okay, it's been a long, long day and a very frustrating day. So I, I deserve a couple of kudos here. A couple of uh, zingers, I should say. I don't want kudos. Um, and I, I don't want cooties either, which is why we're talking about monkeypox. Um, so I, I better go over here and see if there's anybody in the chat room or I'm going to get yelled at because I wasn't attending the chat room. Okay. Looks like maybe... Uh, oh... Hey, Nightmare Boy, are you a breath of fresh air? She says, I'm always late. I set my watch ahead to trick myself and write down my appointments 15 minutes earlier. Ah, you're a Proverbs 31 wife. Your husband's blessed. Uh, it still doesn't work, but I am getting better. Okay, well, trying is the best part. Glad to have you here, Nightmare. And that's the reason she's got that name isn't because she's a nightmare, folks. She's uh, she explained it to me one time, and it's perfectly valid. So don't be jumping on Nightmare and saying, oh, yeah, well, she must really be a 
bad woman if she's a nightmare. She's not. She's a, a very wonderful person. Okay. So, anyway, <clears throat> monkey pox, monkey pox. Um, and, then, you know, they, they had this guy. Oh, I wish I could find that article. It's driving me crazy. Uh, they're interviewing him, and he he's uh, some kind of health expert back in New York, but he's gay, and he's got monkey pox. You know, we, we have a guy here in Oregon that's um, – I shouldn't use the word gay because that's supposed to mean happy and merry. Um, homosexual is a good way to put it. There's there's a guy here in Oregon, and he's like the assistant health director of the state of Oregon. And when he talks, he sounds like um, – well, when he talks, he sounds – very gay, very, very homosexual. And, and he was the one that was telling us how to be safe during COVID. And I'm like, safe, safe. You're telling me how to be safe when you're entering your lover's body in areas that weren't, <laughs> weren't intended to be entered that way and practicing unsafe sex safe. Don't tell me about safe guy or girl or whatever you are. Um, no, don't preach to me about safe when you're you're doing one of the most unsafe practices in the entire universe. Um, anyway, um, so that's that's the way this guy was back in New York, and um, he holds some uh, some office, some official office, and um, he was telling us all about monkeypox, and he had the monkeypox, and he still had some of the the, the blisters on his hands, and <laughs> okay, um, and on the, like his face and stuff like that. Um, and, and and he talked like you know the the typical um, homosexual talks. Boy, I know I'm going to get dinged for this show. Sorry, but I'm a, I was born a free man, and I'm going to die a free man, so I'm going to talk free. Um, anyway, and I just again, it was like the same with the guy here in Oregon. You know, <laughs> it's like you know, don't be preaching to me and don't be teaching me when you're doing something that's three times worse, five times worse, a thousand times worse. So bad that God destroyed cities and even, even went into God, Yahweh destroying the entire earth at one time. So, um, yeah, don't, um, <clears throat> don't preach to me <clears throat> anyway. So, um, okay. Well, that takes care of that. I think that's as far as we can go on monkey pox. Um, but, well, anyway, I wish there was more people in the chat. I'll ask Nightmare. Nightmare, did you have chicken pox when you were younger? I don't know if you're as old as I am. You, you don't look like it as far as I'm concerned, but I've only seen little um, hang hangnail, thumbnail pictures of you. Um, but uh, I don't think you are. But when back in the 60s when everybody was getting chicken pox, and I, you know, I even talked to somebody else that told me that their mother sent them to houses where people had chicken pox and they would get it and get it over with. Okay. Now that might sound a little insane to you, but um, back then we, we kind of thought with more common sense and uh, yeah, see, she had them. She said, yes. Um, oh, okay. I won't say your age online. Okay. Uh, there are some gentlemen out still around. Um, but uh, so, Everybody on our block had chicken pox. Every stinking kid had chicken pox. And there were pregnant <clears throat> pregnant mothers on the block who had kids that had chicken pox. As far as I know, they never came down with chicken pox. But you didn't hear anything about, 
oh, you can't go over there because if your mother catches it, you can have, if she's pregnant, she can have birth defects. The baby can have birth defects. Um, oh, you better be careful. Oh, my goodness. They're, yeah, I know. I know it doesn't bother you, but I still don't see a woman's age online. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, yeah. And the same with, well, not so much with the German measles because I had the word measles behind it, you know, and that's, that was akin to uh, smallpox and, and other measles that were deadly. But German measles and the regular measles that we had when we were kids, they weren't deadly. You just got them, you got over with them. And you know what's funny is um, if I go to, like if I were to go apply for a healthcare job, which I can't because I didn't take the shot, nobody will hire me for anything. Um, if I were to go do that, they would say, well, we want to, we don't know if you've had it, so we're going to inoculate you. And I'd say, no, you can't do that. And they'd say, why? And I'd say, because I have the titers. Now, titers are basically, it's an evidence that your body has that you had that disease in the past and that you're still immune to it. Um, when I went to start my nursing career and started school, I had to go, um, a lot of people went and got all their shots. And I said, no, check me for titers. And I didn't have to get any shots because I had titers for everything. I think I had to get a, um, a tetanus shot. And um, so, but I'm immune from everything, you know? I would, Not like this this COVID-19 crap where they give you the shot and, and you're worse off after you have it rather than better off. You know, my goodness, let's let's look at reality here. You know, it's, and now, now the people that are have gotten the, the shots and maybe the boosters are, are getting sicker than everybody else. Well, of course, that was planned, right? Fauci planned it. And by the way, did you hear that Fauci's planning on retiring when um, when Biden is no longer in office? Um, at the end of this term, he's planning on retiring. I don't know whether he thinks that's going to make him immune to any kind of prosecution that people will bring against him. But, you know, a retired neck uh, will receive a noose just as well as a um, working neck. And uh, if you think this is going to get you out of it, Faust, you know, you're going to face prosecution and you're, you're you know, you're, you're going where the sun never shines. Um, basically the center of the earth or wherever hell is in the earth. But um, yeah, so yeah, it cracks me up. Well, maybe if I just wait till Joe Biden is out of office, then I won't be prosecuted. <laughs> I think he was going to just turn it around on Biden. That's what I think. Actually, that was what he was going to do. You know, oh, I, I was just doing what Biden told me to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I heard there was that back in Nuremberg in 1946 or seven. I was just following orders. Yeah. Just following orders. Yeah. It still didn't stop the allies from hanging and shooting people. Um, and rightfully so. They should have been hunger shot. So anyway, um, Monkeypox. <laughs> I don't know. It's even the name just is kind of funny. You know, it's, uh, you know, you think I could think of something a little more classic like simian pox because all monkeys are simians, right? Or um, I don't know, just something a little more classy than monkey. You know, I hear monkey and I, I think of that game, um, Barrel of Monkeys when we were kids, you know, or or Bonzo goes to college or something like that. <laughs> I don't think about 
diseases, uh, communicable diseases. So um, anyway, okay, good. We spent about 20 minutes on that subject. All right. Where are we going now? Mystery deepens after. Oh, yes. Let's go into one of my favorite subjects, the Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> I'm one of those people who has actually been to the Georgia Guidestones. Um, about 13 years ago, uh, I went to visit my mother. My mother lives in Florida. Yes, she's still alive. She's still doing well. Uh, she lives in Florida, and she did back then, and so I went to visit her. Well, I had a friend uh, that was a friend of Jim Wilhelmsen's and everybody else that was in the UFO, uh, Christian UFO community, and I went up to visit this person, and uh, it was nice. It had accommodations. You know, there was a neighbor's house. I got to stay in the neighbor's house, uh, run the air conditioning, which in Georgia in, in the middle of summer is needed really badly, um, probably the whole East Coast, but um, so... One day uh, before I was the day before I was supposed to go back to Florida, we decided to go over to no, it was two days I think. Uh, uh, very northeastern corner of Georgia in a little town called Elberton. Uh, the whole the whole visit was I mean the whole story of Elberton was was amazing because uh, uh, and I just have to tell it okay and might as well just do that because we have you know no no set course tonight okay. Um, so anyway, we, we left early in the morning, um, my friend and I, and the two kids and their two kids, uh, who were adopted, very nice kids. Um, and so we, we hopped in their car <clears throat> and headed over towards Elberton. And I think the place we started at was, um, Athens around Athens, Georgia. I remember it was a college town, but I think it was a little town right outside of Athens. Anyway, um, so it was a nice drive, probably an hour and a half, maybe. Um, it, it, you, you look at the map of the East Coast and think everything's small back there, but it's not. Um, it's it's like it's like the map suffers from depression. Um, you know, it's everything seems small, but it's not. But um, anyway, so we finally got to the town of Elberton, and um, and there was a, a granite museum there, and I like rocks. I really do. Sorry, I just do. Rocks and me get along well together. And I'm sure my detractor that'll write something about this this um, program tonight, his name is MRQs or Mercus or I don't know. You know, the, the weirdest people have the weirdest names, but um, he'll, he'll have to say something about this, about me and Rocks getting along, but I'm sure. And um, so, uh, yeah, so anyway, it was um, <clears throat> a museum, and it, it was really neat because it had all the tools they had for people when they worked on rocks and uh, quarrying granite, that is. And uh, and for going in there, they would give you a piece of granite, which was nice, you know, and I, I shopped around really carefully to make sure that my piece of granite was nicer than everybody else's. And um, and so we were talking to the guy, and, and uh, the way the museum is set up, it's um, it's uh, almost like a ziggurat, you know. Um, you walk up a little bit this way, and a little bit this way, and then a little bit higher this way, and then then you, you go back around, and it's probably about three stories high once you get to the top tier. Well, anyway, I got to the top tier, and I found this little area there that uh, was kind of out of the way, and I went back in there just to sit down, and uh, there was a long table there. Uh, by long, I mean what eight feet, and it had probably six chairs, seven chairs around it. And it had, of all things, a lectern in front of it. 
And I'm thinking, well, maybe this is a church, you know, maybe these guys, this is the Z South. Maybe it's on Sundays, they all meet and um, be nice, you know, a nice little private church. And uh, I didn't think anything else about it. And I, um, I made my way back downstairs and, and I said to the guy, you know, and I said, Hey, I, do you guys have church here? I noticed that you know, there's a little uh, lectern up there and a little table, like almost like you have a small fellowship. And he kind of laughed at me. <laughs> I don't like being laughed at. Um, but I accepted it because what was I going to do? I was in a very foreign place, a very inopportune time, and I didn't want to start anything. Anyway, um, let's see. I'm going to go back and make sure that. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, I just have to read uh, what people are writing here. Okay, so... Uh, all of a sudden, bam, like a bolt out of the blue, it hit me. These guys are Masons. You know, that's where they have their Masonic meetings, up in that room up there. It all became clear. Tissel, tassel, tassel, tome. Time for this one to come home. And if you remember that turtle, <clears throat> little turtle cartoon from back in the 60s, you know what I'm talking about. If not, just shine it on. Um, so anyway, I excused myself, asked if I could use the bathroom. Yeah, it's right around the corner. Okay, so... I went in there and I remembered some of the things that I was told by Masons. You know, if you want to, like if you're in court and, and you think the judge is a Masonic uh, member, you can go out with your, your hand, your right hand stuck into your shirt. And, um, and there's a couple of things you can say too. Well, when they see that right hand stuffed into the shirt, from my best knowledge anyway, um, they think you're a fellow Mason and they'll cut you some slack. Well, I went out there and man, a guy bought a hook, line and sinker. And uh, then he was offering me all kinds of pieces of granite. And I'm like, well, if that's the best you got to offer, you know, <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, so, you know, we, we ended it and I said, well, we're going to go up to the guys. Oh yeah. You got to go up to the guide stones. That's wonderful. We quarried that. We quarried that stone for that guy. And I went, what guy? Oh, I don't know. He didn't have a name. And I'm like, yeah, well, I figured I was going to get that answer. Right. So, we left and decided to get something to nosh on and went over to McDonald's. Well, I'd forgotten that I was, had my Jewish little Jewish kippa on. <laughs> Have you ever seen one of those movies where somebody that is not welcome in an area walks in somewhere and everything gets quiet? I mean, dead quiet. I walked into McDonald's with that little um, kippa on my head. Some people call it a yarmulke. And it got quiet. You could hear a church mouse in there. And... And they were all looking at me and I looked at my friend and I said, let's order and get the heck out of here. And I was really taking my chances because <clears throat> what if the people behind the stove were the same way? But anyway, we got our food and then got out in the car and then kind of drove somewhere and ate it somewhere else. Cause I didn't even feel comfortable staying in the parking lot after that. Um, so um, we ate our burgers and stuff and, um, then we went up to the, the guide stones and it was kind of neat up there and it's on video somewhere. One of my, um, one of my YouTube sites, I still, yes, I do have, still have them. I keep them incognito so that YouTube doesn't know who I am and they don't erase them. Um, but we met people, we met one, one couple that was obvious that to them that the guide stones were satanic. So we had a nice talk with them. And then we, there was a, a couple there that, was kind of on the fence about it. And then there was a couple that thought it was the best thing in the whole world that the Georgia Guidestones were there. Yeah, we talked to them a little bit about, you know, about the Lord and uh, Yahweh. And, and um, 
in the end times and, and everything else. And they seem to listen, but you know, some people just listen just to get you off their back rather hair. And um, so, but the, the other couple that, you know, that was receptive, we really got to minister to them and that was neat. And <clears throat> so we walked around the guidestones and see every, saw everything it had to say. Basically it was the 10 commandments for the new age. And it was written in, I think, let's see, two, four, six, eight, eight modern languages, uh, four dead languages. And, uh, I can't remember exactly the, the whole amount, but, um, anyway, so that's what was written there. You know, you had English and Russian and Chinese and, uh, Hindu. And I can't even remember the other one. Sorry. But, um, so I was like, wow, yeah, this is, this is a satanic 10 commandments. This is what it is. Um, so we spent some time there and ended up going into South Carolina and had a prayer meeting up there and stuff like that. So that was, that was kind of neat actually. Um, then came back, I think it was that, yeah, we came back that same night back to that little town outside of Athens. And, um, uh, I think the next day or the day after I went back to Florida and so anyway, um, it really sent alarm bells up when I saw that those 10 commandments, because the very first one says reduce the population, the earth's population to where it's at 500 million, um, to live in harmony with nature and be not a burden upon the, the earth or something like that. And uh, the other one's like, have, unite the world in a common language. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's not going to be an easy thing to do. And, um, uh, <clears throat> And, and there were scores of other things on there. There was 10 of them, just like the 10 commandments in scripture. And, um, just as there are 10 commandments in scripture, I should say, not like them, but as there are. And, um, but the first one was the kind of catalyst that set everything in the gear. So we made a video about it that day. Um, my, my friend's daughter was, is quite capable of that stuff. I guess she's, you know, I haven't talked with him in years, but, um, made a nice video and it's, and I'll try to bring it on to, um, the opposing matrix site. Cause I think that would be interesting for people to look at and, and um, and also here. And, um, so anyway, the Georgia Kystones has always figured into my way of looking at things now, um, since that day, now this is 12, 13 years ago. And, but I can see the way that the world is going and I can see that the world is actually following those, following those Georgia Guidestones, you know, especially nowadays with Fauci wanting to, and Fauci and Gates wanting to, you know, exterminate billions of people. And, um, you know, and then, and the other things that are happening too, you know, it's uh, the whole new world order is coming into play. So anyway, um, yeah, it's always figured into the way I look at things and think of things now, especially when I look at the actions of um, all the, the elites and, and everything else, the George Soros's of this world and the Bill Gates's of this world and and everything else. And, uh, you know, the well, I should just say I could just say the truly wicked people of this world and and, and they'd fall right into that thing. But, um, yeah, when Gates started saying that he wanted to reduce the population, I'm like, oh, oh, oh yeah, you're one of the adherence to the Georgia Guidestones. Okay. So, um, uh, let's see. I'm just trying to, now I can't see the time. 
Okay, there it is. These glasses are too magnifying, but they'll be okay for reading and stuff. So anyway, uh, so I don't know. It's um, the Georgia Guidestones are, you know, they don't surprise me. You know, nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> um, I, I had a laugh because we're watching this this series on TV called um, The Secrets of um, Skinwalker Ranch. I keep wanting to say Skywalker, so I have to be really careful. But And uh, the other day, <laughs> so many things were going wrong at Skinwalker Ranch that when, when the one guy was on the radio and said to the other guy, uh, <clears throat> you want to hear something that's, that's you're not going to believe? And he says, the guy goes, quite frankly, anything you tell me now, I'll believe. <laughs> um, if you're interested in that show, you ought to check it out. Or if you're interested in that kind of thing, you know, um, UFOs and time portals and everything else. And uh, some really good stuff on there. Uh, my wife and I, as a matter of fact, we're watching it over and over and over again. There's only one episode left. And um, they're not going to release it, I think, for a couple more days. But... <laughs> We're like, we go back like a kid um, under the, the Christmas tree every night to see if it's back on there. Um, so, uh, anyway, the Georgia Guidestones, um, they're not my Guidestones. I'm not going to pay attention to them. Yeah, this is, sorry, folks, this is driving me crazy. I got to see if I can get myself a little more centered. Oh, that's too far down. <laughs> okay, that's a lot better. Or like we used to say in New Jersey, more better. That's more better. Okay. Uh, if you're talking, uh, Nightmare, if you're talking about the series, it's uh, The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. Um, it's it's excellent. We're just really enjoying it a lot. Uh, where, where are we getting it from? I, I think we're getting it on YouTube and we paid for it. We paid for a season. I think it was $15 and you get nine shows out of that. But, um, and there's two seasons before that. So, and I don't know if they're charging for those other two seasons, but, um, I, I would recommend starting from the beginning and, uh, they got a, like a redneck scientist on there from Alabama and, uh, and when he talks, he sounds like from Alabama. <laughs> I love it. I love the South. I really do. As a matter of fact, I and sometimes wish I was born in the South. But uh, what are you going to do? You you're stuck with your. You're stuck with what where the Lord stuck you. Okay. Um. So anyway, yeah. So check that out if you get a chance. I don't know. I'm not an advocate for this show by any means. But uh, in other words, I'm not doing a commercial right now for it, but I think you'd really enjoy it if you watched it. Every anybody listening to this or watching this. Um okay, so let's get off of that now. Uh now oh anyway, we we're not even close to being off of that. Somebody blew it up. Somebody blew it up last week. Uh somebody in and I, I gotta show you this. Okay. Now remember remember I said that this thing had languages from all over the modern world. Okay. Now, if you were an American patriot, and I, I mentioned what those are, okay? Uh, so one of them is in Sanskrit, another one's in um, Latin, I think, but that's a dead language. I don't know. Um, Spanish, of course. Uh, 
Oh, what are some of the other ones? Uh, English, uh, Chinese, French. I think it might even be in German. I'm not, I don't know if it is or not. But anyway, um, and I'm thinking to myself, which stone got destroyed? You know, so what I did is I, I used some reasonable deduction and, and, this, and you know, looking at directions, uh, remembering what was where when we were there and um, came to the conclusion that the stone that was destroyed, and I, the only justice I can do to this is to show you the stone that was destroyed. Okay. This is the only way I can do this. And, and so let me um, go back in here. All right. Let me see. Can I make this bigger? No, unfortunately, I cannot. Oh, wait a minute. What's this? There we go. All right. Guess which one was destroyed? Now we got Arabic, Hebrew, Hindi, uh, Swahili. Yeah, that's a language that everybody speaks. Um, Spanish, English, Russian, Chinese. Up here we have Egyptian, Babylonian, cuneiforms. Uh, classical Greek, and whatever that says there. Oh, Sanskrit's up on top. Okay. Um, so those, the four up on top are kind of the, or oh, Egyptian hieroglyphics. The four or five that are on top are basically dead languages to us now, anyway. Um, good historic languages and good historical languages, but dead. They're not spoken by very many frequently uh, in today's culture, if by anybody. And... Um, so it's yeah well Greek well that's classical Greek up here not regular Greek okay and you can see the sun shines to the to this direction right here and um, anyway the stone that was destroyed here is the Russian and the Chinese can you think of two cultures in 20th century history that did more to murder people, kill people, maim people, and indoctrinate people in what the rest of the world is trying to seek after nowadays, communism. I can't. Those are the two peoples, the Russians and the Chinese. The Chinese had the Maoists, which were particularly nasty communism. I mean, is there a good one? Um, and then the Russians were the Marxists. Okay, responsible when uh, Stalin was in there, what, 20 million people, a whole generation of men were exterminated because they didn't, because Stalin didn't like them. You know, it's funny when, when the communists or the socialists take over, it's always some kind of personality disorder person that always takes over and always ends up killing a bunch of people. And it's always that way. Always, always, always. Okay. Um, but I thought it was kind of interesting that whoever did this, and God bless them, God bless them and make them powerful and rich and and um, and everything else. Just Lord bless them in many ways. And but the Chinese, who are basically trying to, if not have taken over this country, and the Russians, which I don't know, the Russians I don't have a beef with. I really don't. I um I think the Russians are just trying to survive. Plus. Their uh, their system isn't built on a on a petrodollar or anything else. It's just regular rubles. And um, but the the new world order does not like the Russians. The new world order thinks that the Russians should come.
back into the fold because the Russians do not have a central bank. Okay. Um, and the Russians refuse to do that. So everybody that's casting uh, disparity on uh, on Putin and on the Russians should probably knock it off because they're the ones that got it straight monetarily anyway. Um, so, yeah. So my question is, with this blowing up this, I'm sorry, folks, my back is killing me. Um, blowing up this particular stone, the Chinese and the Russian, was that a message that was being sent? Was the telling Chinese, we're not going to put up with your crap. Yeah, you may come here, but we're not going to put up with your crap. And what happened to the stones is going to happen to you. And I don't know what the message would be to the Russians, but um, I got a feeling that maybe, maybe, maybe the bomb was put on this side to destroy the Chinese part. But is this a harbinger? Is it a harbinger of things to come? Is it a message that the New World Order at least right now is not going to survive. It's not going to thrive. It's going to, it's going to die. Okay. And from my lips to God's ears, to Yahweh's ears, that it does die. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. So is that the deal? Is, is that a message that was being sent? Maybe it was being sent from Trump. Oh, sorry, folks. i got to sit up for a minute. Any of you have ever had sciatic pain will be able to share with me the wonder of this, this whole thing, you know? Um, I've never really had sciatic pain much in my life, but... I, I would give all my years for not having it to not have it right now. Um, so let's see, what is this thing? Outer stones, 42,437 pounds each. Center stone, 20,957 pounds each. I wonder if there's something that has to do with these numbers too. I gotta see, pray if they'll tell me, the Lord will tell me what, how to crunch these numbers and see if there's some kind of spiritual aspect to it. Um, cause that would be interesting too. Um, Okay, so, but I, I thought it was very interesting that it was the Chinese part that blew up. It's like, praise the Lord and hallelujah. What does it say? Oh, lots of sciatic and, okay, joint pain. Okay, yeah. Boy, I, I, sister, I, I feel your pain, <laughs> literally. Um, okay, anyway. I'm on a particular pill to try to take the pain away too. And for some reason, it's not really working tonight. Um, anyway, so, okay. So we have the Georgia kite stones being blown up. And when I read this, I was, if I could have jumped for joy, I would have, but I probably would have fallen down into a, a, a heap of wrecking, wretched uh, pain on the floor. If I tried to do a, something like that nowadays. Um, so, Okay, so the Georgia guy stones got blown up. And then the next day or the day after that, they were in there with a bulldozer plowing the whole thing down. Now, if this thing is such a wonderful thing, why weren't they just making that stone again? They have to have the blueprints for the stone, right, with all the measurements and everything. And they have to have all the the, the script to be able to put onto it. I mean, geez, you could look at a, a video of it or a picture of it and get all the script down and put it back under. Why knock the whole stupid thing down? 
unless you were accepting defeat, you were conceding to defeat. Okay. So if you're conceding to defeat, yeah, then you knock the whole thing down. I surrender. That would be a nice surrender moment. So were they surrendering? Were they saying, okay, well, maybe not, now's not the time. Maybe they know that people like Soros and Rockefellers and, and some of the other big players have been arrested and they're in Gitmo or they've been executed already. And they know their plan's gone awry and they're not going to be able to do it. So knock it down and rebuild it another day. Okay. I was elated. I was really elated that when I saw that, it looked like a loader that was in there and that was knocking everything down. It's like, yeah, right on. Knock that sucker down. Take it down. Make it go away. Grind it into dust and make it disappear in the wind, you know? Okay. I know what to do. Okay. Let's see. And they're calling it a mystery, but I just got a feeling that the White Hats had something to do with this. I really do. Um, that the, the explosion was a sign and knocking the rest of it down was the, was the completion of the sign. <clears throat> the harbinger or the, um, uh, you, you pick the word, the sign for sign that, you know, that this thing is, uh, is not going to perpetuate right now. Or either that or it's a trick to make us think that and they're still going to go along with everything they're doing. So, um, when it comes to evil, us not being evil don't really know totally how evil acts, so we can't really surmise what evil is doing. Okay. Okay. Well, let me let me try putting this back down again. <clears throat> putting me back down again. Okay. Get that out of the way. There. Maybe that helped a little bit. All right. Oh, we got a we got a person in here that thinks they're uh, <clears throat> they're all that. Okay, that's all right. I thought it had been the other person I was dialoguing with. Okay, so hi ho, the wicked stones are gone. Hey, that'd be a good song. <clears throat> if we're gonna borrow anything from Wizard of Oz, Wicked Witch, Wicked Stones, same difference, right? Okay. I, you know, I got to put this on there and read this article. It's a short one. Okay. So bear with me while I, I work things out here. Let's see. I want to. Hey, Lexi Cal. How you doing? Or Lexi. You like being called Lexi. That's right. Okay. So I am going to go back in here. Yeah, I'm one of those people that has to read out the instructions while I'm doing it. So, all right, so let's do this and go up here and then go over here. And let's see, mystery, look for the word mystery. Okay. All right, I'm assuming you folks can see this. Oh, maybe not. Huh. Oh, okay, I see what's going on. Oh, I didn't know I could share multiple screens at a time. Okay, here's the article. This is on a really good website called Now the End Begins. Okay, let's look at this puppy. Mystery deepens after a New World Order Georgia Geisler's monument bombed around 4 a.m., completely destroying one of the four towers. Huh. 
Destroying one of the four towers. That's interesting. Huh. Back in 2001, it was one of the two towers. Okay. Okay, one of the four outer pillars of the Georgia Guidestones, a Georgia monument located near the South Carolina border, was destroyed Wednesday morning. By the way, guess what latitude that thing is on? I think it's on like just on 34, but it's darn close to 33. Okay. It might even be 33 point something. I know a lot of weird stuff happens on the 33 parallel. Okay, it says, when God gave Moses the two tablets of stone, they contained the Ten Commandments of Almighty God as in a standard of absolute holiness, pure righteousness, and perfect judgment. No one on this earth has ever kept them except for the sinless servant, the lamb slain, Yeshua of Nazareth. Now the other guy has some stone tablets as well that show that you're, you and the constitution of you, the constitution of Satan as he prepares to come, um, on the scene for a short seven years after catching up the church takes place. We call this mess the Georgia Guidestones, and someone blew one of the four columns early this morning. Oh, so this is the same day it happened. <clears throat> and then there's a scripture, and the Lord said unto Moses, Come unto me in this mount, and be there, <clears throat> and I will give you the tablets of stone, and the law, and the commandments which I have written, that you mayest teach them. And that's in Exodus 24:12, KJB. That must be King James Bible. I was always known it to be KJV, King James Version. Anyway, um, it could, it says it could be that the damage inflicted on the Georgia guys was just a random violence or Democrats looking for something to do or the obvious intentional destruction of the fourth column of the Georgia Guidestones could be the signal for the advancement of the New World Order here on the day, here on day 842 of the 15 days to flatten the curve. Ooh, there's a little dig. Um, if someone can figure out exactly what the what the printed on the column they blew up, uh, that would be a huge indicator of what we might expect to see happen next. If you know what was on the column, please comment below. Well, yeah, it's the same thing that's on all the columns, the Ten Commandments of the New Age. Okay, Georgia Guidestones monument bombed at 4 a.m. Structure represents New World Order calls for significantly smaller human population. Uh, from the Gateway Pundit, the moment calls, excuse me, the monument calls for a New World Order uh, with a vastly smaller human population living in harmony with nature. It is also accused of being a monument to the devil. Yeah, of course. Uh, the Georgia Guidestones 19-foot granite monoliths are inscribed with 10 messages that are etched in stone in eight different languages, including Arabic, Chinese, English, Hebrew, Swahili, Russian, Hindi, and Spanish. This little video here, I think we can probably watch that. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, you can see the, I guess it's not a motor, it's a, a digger. Knocking the rest of it down. But what doesn't make sense to me, you think that they would see that as an affront and they would build it over again. So I don't know. All right, here's a picture here of what they look like. And uh, let's see, it looks like that might be Russian there. Okay. Yeah, and this is in English right here. This is a really bad shot. You can't, I mean, it's neat coloring and everything, but you can't tell. What it says, 
unless you really look carefully. The messages known as the guideline principles advocate for population reproduction control, environmentalism, and internationalism. The monoliths, which are located 100 miles from Atlanta in the northeast corner of, of Georgia, were mysteriously erected on March 22, 1980, also known as America's Stonehenge. They dominate the highest elevation um, in the northeastern Piedmont section of the state. Authorities are investigating how the monument was reduced to rubble. Sorry, I can't read that and not laugh. Uh, reduced to rubble at 4 a.m., unknown individuals detonated an explosive device, according to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, the GBI. Uh, locals whose homes were shook by the explosion shared photos of the debris near the stones. Stones. According to the guidelines, the following humanity must adhere to the following. The following humanity must adhere to the following 10 principles to ensure humankind's future survival. Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Ooh, a little eugenics. Never heard anybody, right? Wrong. Um, number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Number four, rule passion, faith, and tradition, and all things with tempered reason. How do you rule faith with tempered reason? That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, but they're going to try it. Um, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Um, yeah, okay. Can't in a, in a good society, you can't find just courts. You're going to find them in a wicked society? I don't think so. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Have you ever seen the Democrats, every time somebody gets a riching, itching rear end, they want to run to the UN, to the world court, and sue? You know, the world court, just with American affairs, would be stacked hopelessly for years <laughs> with cases Okay. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. <clears throat> well, that's a good one. If Biden is one of the useless officials, he seems to be proving himself to be. As a matter of fact, all the Democrats are. Um, number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. In other words, you can eat if you work. Okay. And remind me, uh, or who's going to remind me? Um, I got to tell you about some future plans for um, opposing the matrix. Um, let's see. Prize truth, beauty, love, seek harmony with the infinite. Okay. These three things here are all conditional. And they all are conditioned with what people think truth is. People think beauty is. People think love is. And people seek in harmony. Now, in Christianity and Judaism, we know that the Lord gave these things to us. Yahweh gave these things to us and that, um, and that we, we use his scale to measure what's beautiful, what's loving, what's harmonious, what's truth. But once that's taken away, anybody can add it in there. And that, believe me, when they do that, the truth will change every 10 minutes. Beauty will change every 10 minutes. Love and seeking harmony will change every 10 minutes. Okay, and 10, be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature, leave room for nature. Okay, the guidelines also serve as an astronomical calendar, and every day at noon, 
The sun shines through the narrow hole in a structure that illuminates the day's, the day's date on the engraving, according to the description on the State of Georgia's Tourism website. Read more. We won't do that. And I don't know what this little gem is, but let's take a look at it and see. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Isn't she lovely? Lying in rubble on the ground. Sorry, Stevie Wonder. I just had to take your song and, and do that. Yep, this is where you walk in, and there's where you see all the crapola. Okay, this is a news station. I guess they're flying around with their helicopter, uh, taking pictures of the monstrosity, the wounded beast, the beast that was wounded. <laughs> so I'm going to shut this, pause this, because we don't need to see that. Okay, anyway, that's that has to do with that article, okay? I, I just had to show that to you. I couldn't let that go without showing that to you because it's, first of all, it's beautiful laying there in pieces on the ground. And um, second of all, well, second of all encompasses, third of all, fourth of all, fifth of all, sixth of all, all the way up to infinity. That hi-ho, the wicked stones are down. Okay. Let me go to see if there's any. Oh, thanks, Lexi. I'm doing okay. It's just, you know, things are going on, you know, like things always do. Yeah, ding dong. <laughs> okay. It reads like the immature manifesto of a teenager. Yeah, it does, as a matter of fact, doesn't it? Yeah, you will not come into my room unless you ask me. You'll treat me with respect, even though I don't treat you with respect. Yeah, it does. Very good observation, Lexi. Thank you. Man, I got a lot of neat people in here tonight. Thank you all for being here tonight. Okay. Oh, I should have got one prescription down on these glasses. Okay, I'll do that tomorrow. All right. Now, what I want to do for the... I don't know if it's the rest of the time, but let me see what's going on here. Uh, let's do that. All right. Well, we've been on almost an hour already. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, I don't want to stay out too much longer because I have chickens to get inside, and I don't know if my wife's going to remember to do that. Maybe I can send her a text or see if she'll be a doll and do that. Because they start getting freaked out about this time of night when the sun's down and everything. So let's see, are the, pardon me, folks, are the chicks in? Okay, I'll just have to wait for an answer from her on that. If she says yes, then I don't have to worry. Okay. And the last thing I wanted to cover tonight is that you all know I live in Oregon, and I live at the beginning of the Cascade Range on the west side which is the liberal side, which is, you know, it's a bummer, but, um, you know, we all have our crosses to bear, I guess. And um, one of the things that this area is notorious for is Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Yeti, whatever you want to call them, um, thrives around here. <laughs> Personally, I have not seen one, you know, close up or I haven't seen one at all, actually, but um, I've seen telltale signs. Um a few years ago, uh, three, four years ago, I walked out into my driveway when we lived in another location here and, and actually found a bare footprint with a, that was much bigger than mine. 
but smaller than a classical book, a Bigfoot. And, um, took a picture of it and, um, it was authentic. It really was. Um, anyway, we live down here now, um, about an hour south of where we lived before, and it's even a hotter area for Bigfoot. So, um, it's funny because I often imagine what would I do if I ran into one, you know? Well, first of all, I think that they're, um, they're paranormal and that they're spiritual, but they can manifest into the physical as being physical, like angels can, like fallen angels can. Okay. And then you got to ask yourself, are they fallen angels? Hmm. Maybe they are. I tend to think that maybe they are. Um, a lot of times when they're, they're in the area, they smell like sulfur. Gee, doesn't hell smell like sulfur or the, so they say, um, and they have the ability to blink in and blink out to disappear and reappear in different places. Um, there was a story a few years ago, um, that I read, and this is what goes quite a while back, but I read it a few years ago of um, a lady, an older lady that lived in a house out in the country. She was a farmer, I guess, or her husband was, and I think he'd passed away and she was living by herself and, and uh, she went out one night and this thing was standing there and she got her shotgun out and shot at it. Well, right when she pulled the trigger, it disappeared, but then appeared over to the right. Then she aimed over there. Well, then she had to load her shotgun up again um, and then shot again and again. And every time she did, this thing would disappear. It really freaked her out. And I think that uh, she's right-minded if she's freaked out like that by that, you know? So um, anyway, uh, yes, this, this is the country for that. I, when I first moved in here, just joking around, I got a big stick. That sucker must have been that big around. And I was knocking on the trees with it. I never got an answer back, but, um, you know, it's it was just something I had to do. And I'm not getting a reply about the chickens. So, um, this par for the course today. Um, Okay, well, we've been on an hour, folks. I'm sorry, but I, I wish I could stay on longer. But not knowing if the chickens are in or not, I have to kind of get off of here because it's getting dark out, and this is when all the predators come out. So um, anyway, I wish I could stay on longer, but uh, things being the way they are, it doesn't appear that way. Okay, there I am. Folks, um, we were on longer than I anticip had anticipated, which is good. Um, uh, real quick, uh, what we're going to do is not this Wednesday, but the next Wednesday, uh, Ralph Epperson and I are going to be starting up a Wednesday night show. Um, Ralph really wants to get some messages out to people about the New World Order, about communism, what it is. He wants to be able to educate some of the younger people who think that communism is great. Um, and uh, so he... Um, we're going to experiment with doing a, a Wednesday night show or actually a Wednesday afternoon show um, around noon. So we'll be doing that. And I've also got another person. I don't want to say their name right now in case they, <laughs> I don't want them to be surprised before I ask them, but uh, about doing another show during the week, I just kind of want to really branch things out and maybe get this thing on a five day a week schedule or something, you know, and, and go from there. So um, I mean, I'm retired. What else do I have to do? All right, folks. Well, hey, God bless you, and um, we'll talk to you real soon. And um, like, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he watch your going out and your coming in. 
you're rising up and you're lying down. May he bring you peace, the peace that passes all understanding and all knowledge. In Yeshua's holy name, amen and amen. Okay, we'll see you Thursday night for sure, folks, okay? Um, good night, y'all. <laughs> I live in Oregon. I talk with like a Southerner, and I'm from New Jersey, so uh, <laughs> whatever, right? Okay, well, Nightmare um, and LexiCal and all other people, uh, there was a looked like a Minecraft boy, 34, that was being a knucklehead that was in here earlier. Um, if you're still here, all of you, um, I know Lexi Cal Nightmare. Um, have a have a blessed week until we see you on, on Thursday, okay, Brian and I? Oh, thank you. And, um, well, I am going to say good night now. Be blessed in Yeshua's name. Good night. <laughs>